0: Welcome to Worth Watching Once, a podcast where we review Netflix original films and ask the ultimate question, was it worth watching once? I'm Thais, your host, and I am joined by the other host, the effervescent, <laughs> irreverent.
1: Irreverent? <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: What? Uh, super cool. <laughs> other host. No. <laughs> i'm gonna be super honest i don't even know what that word means it just sounded good at the time i gonna look it up
1: irreverent
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, look it up
0: uh showing a lack of respect <laughs> for yeah people. that's it
1: that's the one
0: Try trying to say
1: oh no that's not the word you want to say <laughs> no, i know how my head did a 180 when you said it
0: um yeah effervescent <laughs> are you enthusiastic you're really not though. i noticed <laughs> let me try that again i'm thais and i'm going... oh, you're,
1: you're leaving all that in Leaving <laughs> all that in.
0: Oh boy, listeners, it's the holiday season, and you know what that means? I'm sick. Anyone else always get sick in the holidays? Like, apparently, it's just me. Like, I don't know. The air is drier, and my sinuses just act out.
1: Yeah, for me, it's other times of the year because in the winter, I like it's hunker season for me. I don't, I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to go um, out. I just, I'm gonna put on three hoodies and two sweatpants and like be under a blanket.
0: That's true. I've never seen you in the winter. Thank you. (laughs) You just don't exist in the winter, (laughs) basically. Uh, But no, I blame all the cold medication that I'm on (laughs) for calling you a (laughs) reverence. Oh, boy. Well, before we get into the movie that we're covering today, we do have some housekeeping items that I not even housekeeping. We have some news that we wanted to share with you all. Our website's up hooray finally Ooh, it's taken exciting. so long <laughs> but it's finally up so for those of you who you know want to collect them all definitely go check out our website um, as well but for those of you that only listen to us on any of the streaming uh platforms the website's great because you're missing out on some of the extra content that we put out on instagram uh, where we have some spoiler audio, some bloopers, uh, just like some random other audio that you know I've cut out from the episode but think that it's worth people listening to. So that's all available um, on the website. So and us
1: how would I get to this website?
0: That's worthwatchingonce.com.
1: Perfect. Too easy.
0: <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but all the links are in uh, all our other social medias if you haven't noticed, and also in the show notes for every episode. So just trying to make it easy for everybody to find us. Uh, If you do surf around on the website, be sure to check out our uh, contact the support page. Uh, There you'll find a form for you to fill out for movie requests that you have, or, you know, if you just wanted to say hi, and that how much you love us and how I didn't know what irreverent meant. That'd be a fun first email. And then there's also uh, a corner where you'll see Uh, We're posting all our favorite reviews. So if you really want to get noticed by us, leave a five star review on your favorite streaming platforms, uh, a.k.a. Apple, because that's the only place that actually matters, apparently. And leave a comment just, you know, maybe a comment about the movie, maybe a comment about how you want Brady to talk more or let him know how he can survive the winter without having to hunker down. Maybe you have some cold remedies that you would like to share with me. I don't know. Whatever it is, make sure you attach five stars to it so we can see it and post it on the website. (laughs) I wish I had some sleigh bells. Maybe I can find sleigh bell noise to add in right here so I can be like, Oh, I
1: like that. Yeah.
0: Brady, do you hear that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like that. I like it. Brilliant.
0: That's the sound of this week's episode movie pick, my pick because brady doesn't like rom-coms
1: <laughs> that's not true i like rom-coms well, oh yeah
0: this week's pick is love hard which i don't know if all of you holiday loving people have watched it already hopefully you have so you can leave some comments and let us know how much you loved it for those of you who haven't checked it out yet stick around <laughs> and we'll give you the lowdown of why this movie i feel is worth watching once and we'll find out if brady also agrees or disagrees. And then we'll have to end the podcast because we have to agree every episode. Ritual never happened. You actually agreed. <laughs> so Love Hard. Brady, who's in this movie? Who directed it? What's going on? Tell us everything that you know.
1: Well, well Love Hard. It was uh, it's a 2021 Christmas comedy romance directed by Hernan Jimenez. It's about an uh, hour 44 And its premise, after meeting her perfect match in a dating app, an L.A. writer learns she's been catfished when she flies 3,000 miles to surprise him for Christmas. And on IMDb, it has a 6.3. I thought that was a very reasonable score. Mm -hmm. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 52% from the critics and a 93% score from the audience. So last time we did his house, so we I think that was probably the highest rated. We had like a hundred percent. Yep. This is I, I didn't check. <laughs> we should probably keep track of these things, but this this might be like the biggest difference between critic and audience score. Forty one percent. That's a pretty wide gap. But I understand why it wouldn't be critically acclaimed, mm-hmm. but uh, I can see why an audience uh, would enjoy it.
0: It's interesting because on the. Google page for this movie, it says Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 50%. So I don't know why there's like that 2% discrepancy, Uh, but it did say that 86% of viewers uh, Google users enjoyed this movie and Google also describes it I mean, I might do your job for you just reading this description here Uh, Love Hard is a 2021 American romantic comedy film directed by Hernan Jimenez I'm sure that's not how you (laughs) pronounce
1: I think you nailed it.
0: Maybe. I feel like I didn't have to make it sound like he was like a spooky guy, but written by Danny Mackey and Rebecca Ewing. The film, which stars, I'm telling you, I'm doing your job for you. Nina DeBrave, Jimmy O. Yang, Darren Barnett is about a young woman who travels to her online crush's hometown for Christmas, but discovered she's been catfished.
1: Pretty much sums it up. So the director, Hernan Jimenez, is a Costa hmm. Rican actor- writer director comedian according to his imdb profile and based on his early credited work i'd say he started his career there in in costa rica Mm. did a bunch of language uh spanish language shorts docs videos tv series before he did a couple of spanish language feature films and then in 2019 he wrote and directed his first english feature for international release it's called elsewhere hadn't heard of it. I hmm. uh, did see Parker Posey was in it, so I knew somebody in it. Loveheart is his second English language feature. And I think it was hot on Netflix for a minute, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It's was like a top film for a few days. So hopefully It was, yeah, for a few weeks. It was that. like
0: top 10. Yeah. So.
1: So in it, we have Nina Dobrev, who plays Natalie Bauer. She was the woman who was catfished Mm-hmm. She's known for Degrassi, The Next Generation, The Vampire
0: Diaries. Why sure would you just question that?
1: <laughs> every time every time you're just obsessed with it. The Roommate. She yes. in The Perks of Being a Wallflower. She's got a bunch of upcoming projects, too. So keep an eye out for Nina and those.
0: Oh, wait. Uh, real quick. Worth mentioning once. On her Instagram, for those of you who follow her on Instagram, she posted the other night a picture of her in front of Hawking's High School, and then the caption read, Stranger Things Have Happened. That's what it was. Yeah, Stranger Things Have Happened. So who knows? Maybe, 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 maybe she'll be in it. Mm,
1: very interesting. Uh, also, the catfisher was played by Jimmy O. Yang, a guy named Josh Lee. He played in the film. It's probably the only guy recognized in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I also thought he put the movie on his back and shines in it. <laughs> but I know him from Silicon Valley, he had a mm-hmm. uh, scene stealing role in that show. Uh, it seemed like one of those roles that was going to be temporary, and then he absolutely killed it. So he's full time until the finale. He was also in the movie Patriots Day, the Netflix show Space Force, and so many TV episode mm-hmm. appearances going back to like 2012.
0: Oh, I forgot. Yeah, he was the biologist, right? In Space Force. Or like yeah. one of the science people. Yeah, yeah. I only watched right?
1: a few episodes of that. It didn't really mm. uh, didn't really capture me.
0: Oh, yeah. He played basically, he was Jing Yang, but in like a lab coat. <laughs> yeah. That's what it seemed like. Uh, I think you're forgetting people, Brady. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I knew this was going to happen. I knew I, I picked the, those. There are just so many side characters. Uh, we can focus on these two.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I know there's so many you want to talk about.
0: Uh, there are at least three people. Three? i I'm mentioning. Yep.
1: All right. So. Let's hear it.
0: Because no rom-com would be complete without, like, a love triangle. The third, or I guess the second option for Nina's love uh, eyes. (laughs) What was the word that I just dropped? Irreverent. (laughs) This has been worth watching once. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Please don't unsubscribe. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, the second option that our beloved main character has, his name is Tag, which what, but his real name is Darren Barnett, which Netflix lovers will recognize him from Never Have I Ever, which I was so happy when I saw that he was the other love interest because I'm, I'm obsessed with her. I love Jimmy Oye. I love Darren Burnett. I was just very excited to have the three of them like sharing the screen together. And then to my surprise and like the, like a Christmas miracle, (laughs) we have Harry Shum Jr. Also known as rubber band, man,
1: rubber band, man,
0: rubber band, man. Uh, He has no bones, Brady. He is one of the greatest dancers of all time. And listeners will know him from Glee, where he played Mike Chang for like six seasons, Oh, which is why he was singing in this movie. The only thing that I was like, I mean, we'll get to it, but like I kind of wanted him to dance more in this movie to show off like his amazing Mm -hmm. skills. There is this one video and I'll link it on the on the show notes, um, a music video of him dancing. And I think it was taken in one take of him just dancing around like this like a little house and he's like going from room to room um i think he's like getting dressed so he's like putting on like a suit jacket and like a hat and his shoes but he's like doing it in like cool dance moves and he just has no bones people someone x-rayed this man uh so i was just very excited to have him on it but worth mentioning once darren barnett was not actually the first choice for his role as tag i don't know if you saw this brady
1: on the imdb trivia
0: well, I mean, I saw it in an interview, but yeah, it's on the trivia on IMDb. We do our research here at Worth Watching Once. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Some go a little bit more in depth than reading the uh, IMDb <laughs> trivia page, which you love to see.
0: Uh, so, Tag was originally supposed to be played by Charles Melton, which our viewers, you guys, might know him from from Riverdale, and actually, Riverdale is the whole reason why he couldn't be in this movie because he had conflicting shooting times or whatever it's called schedules there it is <laughs> guys get on that night quill is good good <laughs>
1: <laughs> words are um, tough sober too night quill yeah. night quill words really
0: escape irreverent yeah <laughs> and that's it for who i wanted to discuss i mean we definitely have some other people in it who are amazing but just go watch the movie and then figure it out for yourself <laughs>
1: Yeah. The the dad in particular, I thought the dad was awesome. Really killed it. James.
0: James Saito.
1: Yeah. Awesome. He did an awesome job. Um, So shout out to him. Before we get into it, (laughs) this feels like his house. I just want to say catfishing is bad.
0: Yes. We do not condone it.
1: You shouldn't do it. My heart goes out to you if you've been a victim of catfishing, assuming it didn't result in a hit movie and TV show and lots of money. (laughs) Tice Tice told me there's some stuff out there about this movie being problematic and all that because of the catfishing. And Mm. if that's how you feel, no problem. I get it. But it's a situation the whole story comes from. So there's that. And we don't have to get into the morality Of it, I do a little bit just because this movie (laughs) touches on it so much. But like Mm -hmm. the 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 like Natalie's catfishing, like she did it too in a different way, and the movie touches on that. And so I think like that's one of the things that interested me most about the movie. So I do want to touch on that a little bit.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And I found it maybe the most compelling part of the story. So yeah, uh, we'll probably get get into that. And there are a lot of people doing bananas things in this movie it's all pretty (laughs) ridiculous so i want to talk about some of that too Mm -hmm. and just to get to it, we start off in la Mm -hmm. which intentional or not i thought was a great homage or reference to die hard a movie that's brought up throughout love hard oh
0: wait are you gonna get into that or should i say the title
1: yeah (laughs) that's it that's the title. so uh, the two main characters here one of the conversations I have early on is Natalie's favorite Christmas movie is die hard. And Josh's favorite Christmas movie is love. Actually. Well, and actually I don't
0: think the- his is, I think he was joking about it.
1: Oh, you think he was joking about it?
0: Yeah. I think that was like the, the hook to get her to like talk because he like the picture was like of, well tag holding up the sign that says like love actually is the best Christmas movie. And then like thumbs up, thumbs down. Cause I think a lot of people I think it's like 50-50 out there in the world. Like Some people agree and some people disagree that it's the best Christmas movie. Love Actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's been like a recent... Oh, let's get into that later. I want to touch yeah. base on that. But yes, the the title of the movie comes from Love Actually and Die Hard, kind of mashed up Love Hard. And... Can you
0: imagine if it was Die Actually? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a different movie. That's a completely different movie and we should we should brainstorm that <laughs> listeners if you have anything any good plot for that yeah. i need if you to want to be
0: and die actually, actually. <laughs> give yeah. us a five-star review
1: <laughs> so the movie starts off in la and uh, again i like that juxt- like that comparison with die hard because i think die hard is a christmas movie i think it's maybe the best christmas movie but i understand why people don't Feel that way. And that's another debate along with love. Actually, like, is it a Christmas movie? No, it's not. People feel pretty passionately about that. I'm not that passionate, but I think Die Hard's a Christmas movie. I know that look. I know that I'm not gonna get into it. I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> no, it's just, I,
0: no, can I get into it really quick?
1: What do you want to get into?
0: I've never seen Die Hard.
1: <laughs> oh my god,
0: really? I know. I was thinking about it so hard, and all I could think was, um, Was it Die Harder? Die Another? No, uh, the one with like Justin Long's in it.
1: (laughs) A Good Day to Die, uh, Live for Your Die Hard.
0: Live for Your Die Hard.
1: Live for Your Die Hard. I
0: think that might be the only like Die Hard that I've seen in that series.
1: The original might be the best action movie ever made. It's,
0: I was trying to watch it on, I think it was like Amazon, but I needed to like, have a subscription to some, I don't know. It was something stupid. And I was like, next.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, it's, we have to watch it sometime. I mean, you might not like it. It might not be your type of movie, but it's awesome. It's I like
0: Bruce Willis and I like action. Oh, there you go. I wanted exactly to watch it, it for this episode. And like, guys, I just couldn't. I didn't. I'm sorry.
1: Too much NyQuil.
0: <laughs> NyQuil sponsor us.
1: So, like, like with Die Hard, it's the movie. Love Hard starts off in L.A., so you don't really have that Christmas feel right off the bat. I think it starts off with some Christmas music though, and I mm-hmm. think Die Hard does too. I'd have to go back and check, but regardless, uh, starts with a woman who's lamenting the state of dating these days and how hard it is, and uh, she matches the people she thinks look good, look good looking, and she goes out and meets some of them, and they're like ten years older, and other people are ghosting her, and um, she finally has a friend at work and here's one of my complaints about the movie wait what
0: her best friend the work friend yeah she's one of the writers of love hard
1: oh okay that's interesting
0: yeah i didn't know if she was like a like a comedian or something that like got to be in this movie she has a comedian um but here it says uh heather mcmahon um is an actress and writer known for love hard oh wait 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 Actress and writer comma known for love heart doesn't mean that she wrote love. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nyquil. I'm just going to blame all my <laughs> mistakes on Nyquil
1: <laughs> forever though. <Yeah. laughs> like 3 months from now you can be like I took Nyquil that one time and <laughs> uh, never been the same. Uh but she has this friend at work. One of my the things I thought was weak about the movie was this friend at work like Solely existed, to, like be a sounding board and to mm-hmm. like help advance the plot. Like yeah. there was nothing to her. It was just like super typical. It's like, oh, here's my friend who sits next to me at work, and she knows I'm allergic to kiwi. And Natalie's lamenting to her about dating, so the woman takes her phone and is like, oh, you're only searching a five mile radius. Boop, and like puts it up to the whole country, which wild move, but right. And so it's uh, like from- this
0: bitch's fault.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and from that, Natalie meets Josh, who is in Lake Placid, New York, and is this good looking dude. And that, I guess that's it. There wasn't like a lot in his bio. His bio was like drama, drama free.
0: Right. Like he was like, I love like to, to be travel. Outdoors and- oh my God. Can we talk about the app that they're using too? Flirt Alert.
1: <laughs> flirt Alert. Great name.
0: Uh, would you use A, Flirt Alert, and B, have you ever been to Lake Placid?
1: to Lake George. I feel like that's where Lake Placid is. But that was a long time ago. Mm. So maybe mm. Mm. upstate New York, beautiful area. Yes. Catskills, awesome area. Mm-hmm. Um, don't remember Lake Placid specifically, but I think it mm-hmm. was in that area. It was really nice.
0: have yeah. to go back. Mm. Worth mentioning once, uh, you know that rock that I have in my car <laughs> that I'm sure you've like kicked around before and you're like, why do you have a rock? <laughs> like It's a good size rock, people. It's like Two fists full size rock. (laughs)
1: Wow, it's
0: like it's like the size of your heart. There's like like there's a
1: big story behind that rock. (laughs) There's a big story
0: behind that rock. Uh, Let's hear it. So Jared and I were going to Potsdam, New York. I had a clinic up there that I you know needed to go, and on our way we saw signs for Lake Placid. So I was like, oh, like let's let's stop there. I've like never gone. Like let's let's go. So we pull up, and it was definitely like a a you know private property like there was like cute little cabins and like whatever that like people could like rent and like go and have like their private entrance to the lake so we definitely shouldn't have been there but we decided to walk around and pretend that we were like staying there and while act like you
1: belong that's the key that's the key
0: yeah i like complained about the water pressure or something i don't know you know (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) playing the role and um while the coast was clear I ran to the water, put my hand in and grabbed this rock and like ran back. And I was like, let's go. (laughs) As if I like stole. Go, go, go. I got the (laughs) rock. And what's (laughs) awesome is that Jared has like, (laughs) like he was taking pictures of me like running. So it's like stop motion, like animation of me, like getting into the water, pulling it out and running back. (laughs) It's very artsy. You
1: know what that's called? Evidence.
0: (laughs) gotta get rid of the evidence oh shit i'm talking about it on a podcast
1: (laughs) oh god (laughs) wait yeah
0: you didn't answer would you use flirt alert
1: no no No. i wouldn't
0: no okay speaking of flirt alert oh this episode was brought to you by
2: hi there local lonely guy hey uh, this is me Is your dating profile not attracting the right kind of people?
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay.
2: Tired of always being the third wheel in your group of friends?
1: Yeah, maybe something like
2: that. Has your Tinder bell gone unrung? (laughs) I guess a little bit. Well, you've come to the right service. At Use, we're here to help spruce you up. This is the royal we, like we as a society. No, not at all. We're Use we use patent-pending technology to give you the advice you need to optimize those awful profile pictures in, in my profile yes exactly in your profile which we will also rewrite to include the hottest keywords like clear eyes full heart can't lose mm, yes uh yeah people do love friday night lights
1: i just had like a list it was like a list of things like that's oh, not that good it's a veteran play or I'll stop all that embellishing I'm doing. If they don't like me. I'm like, I don't care.
2: Whatever. Okay, but I don't think you're really understanding here. We'll make sure your list has exactly the right tone to attract your perfect mate. my profile. Yes, directly in your profile. This is me. I'm like, you know, wicked basic. Take it or leave it. Not to worry. At Spree Use, we can salvage even the most basic of profiles. Oh my God. That's incredible in my profile. I would take great enjoyment in that. Right. And with our low price monthly subscription, we guarantee you'll get three times as many dates as before. Oh my God. That's incredible in my profile. Okay. That about wraps it up. Use promo code worth lying once to save 10% on your first month.
1: I invented relish. What? Scratch golfer. If you give me a bunch of
2: strokes. Hmm, okay, not sure that's relevant. Invite me to be on your trivia team. I'll buy you a drink. No, I don't think so. You're starting to creep me out. Tell me your favorite dinosaur. All right, well, that's the ad, everyone. I think Brady's broken. I think I look pretty dope in this bed, boom. But... Stop telling the truth. Start telling stories. Spreeze wow unreal
0: would you use the product
1: well you know it depends on the situation <laughs> so let, let me tell you something tell you. so I, when the movie started I roll this is so typical the first like 10 minutes it kind of had a like a christmas prince feel to it you know mm. i don't know if you ever saw that netflix original i did but not with this with with that movie I was like I feel like I was making snarky comments and observations like every few minutes just ripping into it like it was so so bad and in this I had a feeling that like I was more of the same but like there was something not as cringy and not as lifetime holiday movie about it Mm -hmm. like a Christmas Prince had like such a like lifetime Christmas movie or holiday movie feel to it this didn't have that same feel but also like the, the way that the costume department dressed her up it felt like the way a 50 year old man expects like a millennial woman who works at a kind of tech company, kind of social media company to dress, you know, like it, it all just seemed very fake.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. And also like, Oh, she's a journalist. <laughs> oh, like, well, she's a journalist writing about her love life. And like, yeah, we haven't seen that in a rom-com before. Mm. like.
0: Yeah, this how, movie how did not days, reinvent yeah,
1: the wheel. Yeah. Oh, no, it's like, so right there, I was like, oh, this is groundbreaking stuff. <laughs> and even the place where she works, social media, I was like, oh, my God, big time <laughs> eye roll stuff. And the boss was like, but by the I thought the boss was a little bit more three dimensional by the end because of a conversation he had with her at the end where he's like,
0: yes, but also like, I feel like he was only placed there to also push her along for like the next scene, too. Like, cause like, I felt like he didn't need to be there at the end either.
1: Yeah. But also like the, the friend was there too. And like both characters are just super shallow. And, right. Like, so it's like, like you I already said, have a shallow
0: person. Like why would you need more. A... Yeah.
1: But yeah, it, it was just, uh, both those characters are kind of shallow and basic. And the, the first 10, 15 minutes I was, I had the same feeling like, oh, okay. This is just a movie I've seen a thousand times before. So she matches with this guy mm-hmm. in, in New York. And they start talking and
0: mm-hmm. they have a
1: great rapport,
0: right? They have like text chemistry,
1: text chemistry, phone chemistry. Like she falls asleep with the phone on and they're still talking and she wakes up and he's True. there.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just kind of weird, but
0: well, no, but anyway, I mean, I I've, I've definitely romantic. done that <laughs> and it's you fall asleep like-
1: with the phone on and then yeah. woken up and been like, hello. And they're like, I'm still here.
0: Oh, no, we've definitely like hung up. Like
1: that's a wild <laughs> Or like the
0: battery ran out. But it's because of movies like this that like made us think. And that's I think that's another point to like make. Like this is a rom-com. Like this isn't a documentary. Yeah, yeah, this isn't sure. historical artifacts. or.
1: <laughs> you know what you're getting into here.
0: Yeah. yeah. So like it's cutesy, but it's like movie magic. It's rom-com magic. Like everything's happening for a reason for the plot. And the plot's gonna be gimmicky because it's rom com. So just keep that in mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I'm like, I'm not gonna review this the same way I review Hold the Dark or His House. Exactly. It's, it's tough to, you know, like critically, I can be like, this movie is just not that good. Mm-hmm. But like, we can talk about how enjoyable it is and, and all that stuff. So anyway, she's texting with this guy. They get along great. He, mm-hmm. he sends, He sends a text that says, wish you were here for Christmas or something like that.
0: Mm -hmm. And then he says, is that crazy? (laughs) And also he texts with emojis, which like super unrealistic. When have you ever sent me an emoji?
1: Are you kidding? (laughs) I, 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 I hammer emojis. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Are you for real? You send like. One like solo emoji, but like in the middle of a like a conversation, you're not like oh eye roll here, like shrug here, like hard eyes here, oh, like okay. you send like praying hands once, <laughs> and like <laughs> or like an eye roll I, there.
1: I I use emojis <laughs> to like express feelings.
0: Yep. <laughs> so I find them very useful in that sense Yeah, because
1: a lot of times if I'm texting people like I don't know what it is about me but people just think like everything like when I speak or when I text like oh is he mad at me like yeah because Brady the way you
0: text is like let's hash this out on our podcast so like
1: (laughs) perfect time to do it
0: (laughs) (laughs) like if I was like oh like what are you up to tonight like I'm all bouncy, and I'll probably put like three question marks and like maybe a little emoji, like thinky emoji or like something right to show you that I'm being like bouncy and happy and like inquisitive. And then you'll respond nothing. Sometimes like you don't put periods, but like you might as well put like you answer I do with, like, not
1: send one word period. You
0: what? Not not period. But you might as well, because like you just send like one word answers. And then like five minutes later, you're like, what's up? And then I'll be like, (laughs) "Well," and then I give you like three different things, like we could do this, or we could do this, or we could do this. And then you just reply, "Sounds awesome."
1: (laughs) This you are so off. We're we're gonna we're gonna have to go to the tape after this.
0: (sighs) Like I literally give you three options, and you're just like, "Beauty." And I'm like, "No, but you didn't pick an option."
1: (laughs) Yeah, beauty. That that all sounds good to me.
0: Right. Right, Pick one. Pick one. (laughs) oh my god anyway agency all right
1: irreverent she she takes she takes that to heart and she flies to new york Mm. to to surprise this guy
0: right While wolf mother is playing in the background which that got my vote immediately
1: i cannot stress this enough (laughs) do not (laughs) do not show up uninvited to a major family holiday, <laughs> and also, she was there for a while. Yeah, she showed up like a week before Christmas. I know. So she just showed up to be like, "Hey, surprise! I'm going to stay with you for a week for Christmas, right?" And, and, and didn't like, tell you
0: exactly. Like, how does she expect him to just like accommodate her? The family accommodate her? Like, like regardless of him being somebody she's never met. Like, let's say you did meet this person and you guys just have like a long distance relationship or even if they're like five miles down the street, you don't just like unexpectedly show up to a family holiday.
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. Bananas, bananas move. Huge red flag. In the context of the movie, it's cute because it's a leap of faith in a romantic movie. And that's the sort of thing you need in a a romantic comedy.
0: Right, because otherwise the movie wouldn't go anywhere.
1: Now I will say she and her friend thought, Hey, this guy seems too good to be true. Maybe you're getting catfished. She asked him to send a picture. He sent a picture saying with a, like holding a piece of paper with her name on it.
0: Yeah. Hi, Natalie.
1: So she was confident that this guy was real. Mm-hmm. How do you not FaceTime? Like if you're, if you're so close that you're going to Fly three thousand miles and show up to this guy unannounced uh, during Christmas. How do you not Facetime?
0: I mean, anyway, logic just gets thrown out the window. And Rob, I get it. I get it. (laughs) I
1: get it. My point is, it's a wild, wild move. Mm -hmm. And like, Josh shouldn't have faced. Shouldn't have catfished her. Shouldn't have done that. It wasn't the right thing to do. This is a way, way (laughs) wilder move than that. (laughs) And like, I think people need to be talking about that. We could talk ad nauseum about you shouldn't you Shaw shouldn't have catfished her. That was wrong. <laughs> but you just can't show up for Christmas. Someone's house unannounced. <laughs> and then she asked for his bed.
0: <laughs> it's the only tempur in the house. She's like, I don't care if this is the, the only thing that's keeping you from complete paralysis. <laughs> that's, I mean, I quote.
1: <laughs> what an awful person. <laughs> really? Like, really, like, put that, put that situation in real life. Like, what an awful thing to do. <laughs> anyway.
0: But how cute was the town of Lake Placid? I'm doing air quotes because I don't think yeah. it was actually filmed in it, Lake, <laughs> in Placid.
1: It didn't look anything like, like, again, maybe I was there 20 years ago. Right. But I, I feel like it was, they made it seem like a small little town. And, like, Lake Place is not a city, I don't think. I don't, it's not that populated, but they made it seem like the type of town where everybody's there. Like, there was an event later where Josh or somebody says, oh, you, she really did invite everybody in town.
0: Sorry, I was looking up where it was filmed.
1: Oh, yeah, good call.
0: Vancouver, British Columbia, as all movies are.
1: That makes sense.
0: I feel like that any cute sense. town you see in movies...
1: It's is filmed fresh, on the island of yeah. Vancouver. Yeah. in <laughs> Yeah. No doubt. They, they film like everything there these days. It's they like really m- do. Mad cheaper.
0: Yeah. But I just, that was like one of my notes. I was like, wow, Christmas decorations. Like these people go all out. So clearly so, they care about the holiday and you're just going to fucking show up unannounced. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: Anyways. Wild, wild move. But you know, here's, here's one of the things where I thought the movie is very compelling. One of the first things Natalie says to Josh is that she doesn't like Love Actually. That's like the first thing they talk about when they start messaging on Flirt Alert. Mm-hmm. And she says she doesn't like it because it's a movie about people liking other people for how they look. Is that, is that what she said? I think that was the sentiment she got across.
0: I think so. I actually don't remember what the actual quote was.
1: And then that's exactly what she does to Josh. She had this incredible rapport with him, felt strongly enough about him to fly 3000 miles across the country to see him unannounced. And then when she saw what he actually looked like, she wasn't into him. And it's because she didn't he didn't look the way that she imagined the man that she would be with looked.
0: Well, I think that's not a fair argument to make because of them showing how close the two of them got with texting and talking on the phone. If she had flown over there solely on how he looked, that would be one thing, but they did have a relationship. They were talking like nonstop.
1: She was very into him.
0: She was very into him. So and I mean, what yeah, like
1: the way he looked.
0: Yeah. Because I think in her eyes, it was like, if he was lying about that, like what else was he lying about? You know, now all that, those intimate moments that we had together, like, Now, I just can't trust you because from the get go, you started off with a lie. So how am I supposed to
1: see? I I understand that he lied and that's bad. Don't do that. But (laughs) she could have said something to him like, it doesn't matter to me how you look, but I feel hurt that you lied to me. And she didn't say anything like that. She was hung up on. You're not the guy in the picture.
0: Right. And I think that's the movie did it. Because if they had said it the way that you did, the movie wouldn't have lasted that long. You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. Yeah, of
1: course. Of course. Of course. But I'm I'm just trying to point out that that's one of the things that I found really compelling about the film was that Mm -hmm. she had to grow as a person to have her actions back up the way that she felt. If she didn't like Love Actually because she felt that people were superficial... Mm -hmm. She had to grow and become someone who wasn't superficial. And that's what she does. She showed up and it was still, and he says this at one point, still the same guy that she was talking to, that she was Mm -hmm. texting with. The only thing that changed was his appearance. Mm -hmm. And if she had framed it in the way that, hey, you lied, then this makes me feel uncomfortable. And like that's the way to approach it, I think, because there's enough of a foundation there in terms of emotional connection, the way they Mm -hmm. banter or pour all that stuff. Most importantly, the way they disagree—like yeah. it started off with you know a debate about Love Actually and Die her Christmas movies, whatever—but they disagreed well, and so mm-hmm. many couples aren't able to do that. So I think there's really like a foundation there that shows a relationship worth pursuing. But she had to get over that appearance thing, and again, he lied. I get it, not condoning it,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: uh, yeah, you know, I th- I think it was perfect too that the guy he was pretending to be tag mm-hmm. lived in the town so she was <laughs> able to see him and be like oh my god like that's my guy mm-hmm. again super superficial like she sees him she's like that's the guy she was taking the relationship we she had with josh and transcribing it to this face that she thought she was falling in love with
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he was like not her guy at all <laughs> at all and then she tried to be the woman that she she felt that he wanted to be with and was like pretending to like uh, authors and books and activities and all this stuff just to like i don't know be compatible with him and she was trying to force it and that was like you know josh catfished her with the image but she was catfishing tag
0: with who with she her actually personality. is personality
1: yeah, yeah exactly and I, I really—that's what was most compelling to me about this movie—was mm-hmm. like taking that because that happens in relationships all the time. People, right, do things that they don't actually want to do, or you know, pretend to like things or whatever, and it, it becomes typically, I think, a mess at some point down the road.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so I was glad that the movie showed that aspect of—I don't know—I don't think we can call it catfishing, but it's you know, conceptually think, kind I of mean, the same, it, pretending to yeah. be someone that you're not,
0: right. I th- I know a lot of people like I was reading some reviews and a lot of people were upset because they were like what does this movie teach us like this movie teaches us nothing except for like oh like just forgive the guy that hurt you and then go fucking be with him like like some people are like upset that this is like setting women back like a million years because like she ended up with the guy that hurt her but I think the lesson <laughs> is like what you said is showing like okay What we know to be catfishing is you change your picture. Maybe you change like who you are. Like it's mostly like online virtual, right? Like when people say catfishing, it's usually like in the virtual sense. But what she was doing, I would consider that also catfishing, like changing yourself to fit the narrative for somebody else, you know, at at but like at what cost? Cause you're trying to gain something from them. That's like the whole point of catfishing is to pretend to be something else to gain something from the other person. And that's exactly what she was doing. She was pretending to be somebody else to gain his respect, his love, his attention. Yep. Yep. Um, and I think the movie did a good job at mirroring the two and like having it being thrown in each other's faces of like, she kept reminding him, Josh, you know, reminding him like, you're the one that lied to me. Like I'm in this situation because of you, blah, blah, blah. blah. I mean, she did fly in there, but anyways, but like, (laughs) um, and then he would turn around to her and be like, aren't you losing yourself? Like you're willing to let go of your beliefs. Like just for what, like, for what? Like he questions her on that because she's going to dinner with tag, whose family like owns like a steakhouse. And he's like, and Josh is like, you do realize like, that's a steakhouse, right? And you're a vegetarian and she's like, "So I'll just eat a potato." And she's like, "Worst comes to worst, I'll eat a little piece of meat." And he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, like pump the brakes here, woman. Like <laughs> I get that you like want to get to know this guy, but like why would you want to change yourself that much? Why would you sacrifice your beliefs just for this guy?" You right. know? And so I think that that's like a good lesson to teach of, you know, how much of yourself are you willing to give up just to get somebody else's attention, because like at the end of the day, if you're lying to them about who you are, then they're falling in love with you for a completely exactly. different reasons. Like you're, they're not falling in love with you; they're falling in love no. with this version of you, this fake version of you. That you know, and it's not fair to them. It's not fair to you. And like I, I feel bad for Tag in the movie, right? Because he he gets hurt. Like he thought he was falling in love with her. Like his childhood friend, who's not really his friend anymore. Like you know, helps this woman lie to him essentially like he is the real victim in the movie
1: (laughs) yeah well he he did some bananas too that i want (laughs) to i want to get to um and we we can talk about tag right now because he did here's something wild that that tag did he introduces her to his parents as his girlfriend
0: without talking to her about it without
1: talking to her about it like hey would you like to be in a relationship together like right, i they've gone I on get like that he a got handful catfish of by her in a way but like that is an absolutely bananas move <laughs> like be like hey do you want to be together do you want to meet my parents like what was that
0: mm-hmm. and he also lies to her too because when they're at dinner and she was like die hard is my favorite christmas movie don't you agree and he was just like can't disagree with that or like i have nothing to say to that. And they like clink their wine glasses and she thinks, yep, this is perfection. And then they Mm -hmm. get in the car and he's like, oh, I gave up on Christmas like three years ago or whatever. And then like finally, when he finds out everything, because spoiler alert, like that's how it ends, he finds out that she's catfishing him. He says to her, he's like, by the way, like Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. So it's like he also lied. And like so this movie is like showing how like Some people do it like maybe unintentionally. Maybe he just felt uncomfortable at that moment to say how he was feeling. Maybe he was still feeling her out. And then like once they got more comfortable, he would tell her, you know what, babe? Like that thing that you say about diehards, bananas. But I still love you. Like, yeah, but it's like I think that's the real message of this movie is like teaching you to just be honest and upfront because there is someone out there for you. You know, like even though you like this one person that you're crushing on doesn't find you attractive, doesn't mean that you're not attractive. It just means they're not attracted to you. Like other people will be attracted to you for many, many, many different reasons for your looks, for your personality, for, I don't know the reason that you have like a wicked cool podcast. I don't know. (laughs) Brady,
1: the way you use irreverent out of nowhere (laughs) for no reason, even though it's not applicable
0: in love. Uh, uh. Brady, who do you think this movie was geared towards? Like made for. Oh my
1: god. Um wow. <laughs> wow. People who enjoy rom-coms.
0: But like the storyline. The
1: storyline?
0: Yeah, like why pick catfishing? Oh. Because like that's the only thing you can do with a dating app? Like.
1: What are you getting at?
0: <laughs> and shout out to Craig for this. I think that this movie is made for people who are kind of late in the game, getting into like the dating app scene and they don't know what catfishing
1: means. Oh, you think it's like a PSA, a PSA movie. A
0: little bit because like catfishing has been around for a very long time. The long term, time. I mean, right, because yeah. of MTV. Uh, and actually, do you even know what uh. The, uh, the the term came from? I had to. I would have to scour the internet today yeah. for it. Okay, yeah, what's, well, it, what's it came your version?
1: From, it came from the movie. But
0: mm-hmm. in the
1: movie, they gave an explanation.
0: Do you remember the explanation? Oh, I actually
1: don't. Oh, I used to know this. But it's been so long since I've seen the movie. That movie came out just like a decade ago.
0: I know. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. So from what I read, I guess the explanation was when we were sending cod or COD cod fish from alaska to china. That's
1: right. That's right. Yeah. yeah they yeah. would
0: put in catfish right. to like keep the cod swimming around so they don't like drown, I guess. Yep. And like the director's uh, whole point of like calling somebody a catfish director, you know, the the guy. Uh calling someone a catfish is because like the catfish essentially keep us on our toes and make life interesting. <laughs> was the explanation and it was so funny because all my life I thought catfish I thought the actual fish pretended to be other fish because that sounds like a more (laughs) realistic
1: (laughs) what do you mean they pretended to be other fish
0: well like a mockingbird will sing other bird songs
1: you still thought the catfish sang the other fish
0: songs I thought it like, you know, would swim like the other fish or whatever. Like, I don't know. It, like I oh, I thought okay. it was like a camouflage like survival thing. Okay. Where like, you know, if a shark only eats XYZ fish, like he can pretend he's not that fish. <laughs> he's like, I'm
1: going to be a great white shark today. <laughs> yeah. He's buzzing around like trying to, <laughs> trying to kill things.
0: He puts his little whiskers up. <laughs> Makes a little fin. <laughs> oh my god. A little dorsal fin. Um so, yeah, no, I honestly, I I walked over to my coworker again, shout out to Craig. And I was like, Do you know what catfishing means? And he goes, Is that like when you ghost someone, but like they don't have like a profile? And I was like, You're just using buzzwords right now. <laughs> like, you
1: kind know, of, Kind of on the right track though for someone who has no idea.
0: Yeah. No, like, knew, it
1: was a, knew it was a dating thing.
0: <laughs> he did know it was a dating thing, but he was like, It has to do with ghosting. And I was like, It really doesn't. <laughs>
1: I think that's a great guess, though. <laughs> You're more so No, I do. Ask ask some random person what catfishing is. They'll be like, what are you talking about?
0: <laughs> yeah, and I was like, I bet you've been catfished. And he was like, what does it mean? So I told him and he was like, oh, yeah. He's like that. It happens all the
1: time. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, for sure.
0: I'm so sorry. Have you ever been catfished? Knowingly, have you ever been catfished?
1: No, not that I recall.
2: No.
0: Hmm. Have you ever... Uh, embellished something about yourself to get the girl either on a dating profile so. or like in conversation yeah
1: no I don't think so my my dating profile was like it said like the first thing on it was 2006 time person of the year do you, rem- do you remember that issue 2006 time person of the year it was it was you it was you because like I think social media was getting big at the time so I was like, oh, oh my God, I'm like 2006 time person of the year. So that was like my first thing on my dating profile. That's not catfishing though. No. No, People were really impressed no, no. by it.
0: <laughs> but like I was
1: I would be out with someone, would be like, so what like how are you time person of the year? Mm. And I'd just like start laughing and like never really address it, like never <laughs> tell the true story.
0: <laughs> That's beautiful. Um no, I meant more like you know, if somebody asked you like, oh, how many like sailor's knots can you do? And like you only really know how to do like one in theory. And you're like, oh, I can do like three. <laughs> That's Every be, like, knot
1: I tie is the shoelace tie.
0: Well, I'm just saying something so simple as that.
1: I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I don't like, think just so. Just because you felt well, maybe
0: pressure at that very moment to like make it sound a little more. Like you've done it in interviews, right? What? <laughs>
1: In interviews, yeah. I was saying I'm proficient in Excel, <laughs> yeah, maybe something like that. Uh, conversational Spanish. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. OK. So, I, I mean, I guess a little bit. I think in dating, though, it's like that's different. That's like work stuff. That's just like stuff you used to put in your resume because you like, you're like about a college. Like, what do I put? I don't right. think in dating I've ever done anything like that, though. I'm just kind of <laughs> like, hey, uh, this is me. I'm like, you know, wicked basic.
0: Yeah. But I feel Take like it, it. it starts off with just like work stuff. And then how easy is oh, it that then snowballs. To, to snowball over into like personal stuff? You know, like, why is it so easy for us to lie to our employers? Like, if it's that easy to lie to them, like, why wouldn't it be easy to lie to a lover? Like, that's what I'm saying is like, we should just stop lying. <laughs> we should stop embellishing. We should just be honest.
1: This is the royal we like we as a society yes okay but
0: also we brady you just gotta stop
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'll stop all that embellishing i'm doing
0: yeah you embellish a lot (laughs) it's just like this weird need that we have as humans i feel like when we say something and then depending on like and maybe it's not all humans but like if you say something like oh yeah like i love subaru And then like the person will make a face and then suddenly you're just like, but only, you know, the older cars, because like the new ones kind of suck. And then like maybe the person will make another face and you're like, JK, like I love the newer cars, like whatever. Like, it's just like these like things that we like change about ourselves to appease that other person to avoid an awkward situation. You're allowed to disagree when it comes to like these dumb little things like.
1: (laughs) The other person didn't even say anything in that scenario.
0: No, but some people will do that. But that's what I mean. It's like on your dating profile, you haven't met these people yet. And you're already yeah. like putting out like like you've gone on. You've climbed one mountain. You're like mountain climber. You're like, no, <laughs>
1: technically true.
0: <laughs> you've climbed one mountain. You're you didn't not a say, mountain I, climber I love hiking mountains. But you're not a mountain well, climber. No, you've too. only done it once. You could say aspiring mountain climber if you plan on doing it again. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But that's what I mean is like, you know, like you've taken like one surfing lesson and you're like, surfer.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've I've, I've skied once. I surfed oh, a, a few skier. times in Costa Rica. You're a but I don't think I've ever been surfer. like, um, oh, I'm a skier. When yeah, people are. ask, do you ski? I'm like, oh, I went one time. I liked it, but I don't think I'll ever do it again. See?
0: Great. You are being your true, authentic self, Brady.
1: So I try to do.
0: Yeah. Some of us might fall prey to like f- feeling like, oh, my God, if I don't answer this correctly, they might like judge me because like I can clearly see they love skiing. So if I say I've only done it once, they might think that I'm like some schmuck, you know, like, but I have to be careful because if I say I do it all the time, they might invite me to go on like a black diamond and I don't know anything. Buzzwords, what? So like. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I yeah, mean. But if they don't
1: like, like me. I'm like I don't care. Whatever.
0: Right, you're the only one. <laughs> and this movie is geared towards those people that have still that have like in their heads are still living in that life where like you have to embellish in order to attract someone. Otherwise, who's going to love you? That's what this movie's geared for.
1: Oh my god, that's so sad.
0: Yeah. Because it's trying to teach them like, look, you don't have to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: And that's why I think it's like the people that are just getting into like dating that have to like write out a dating profile, because that's difficult. Just like writing a resume. It's it's tough to advocate for yourself. It's tough to talk about yourself, to put like your best self forward, right? Like, because you don't want to come off like too braggy. You know, you want to stay humble, but you still want to impress. How can you be impressing? Like, how can you impress people and still sound humble?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, when I started to really like the movie and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> I'm into this. It was the caroling scene.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: The caroling scene was awesome.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I thought, um, so Josh had an older brother, Owen. I think he was Harry an older Shum- brother.
0: Turner. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Owen and his wife, Chelsea. And I thought most of the movie, they were a little bit much. They were a little like they hammed up the role a lot. <laughs> I thought it was a little bit too much. Oh, I um, love it. Um <laughs> like Owen was being like this like ridiculous villain. And
0: it's like it was, s- sibling rivalry, though. Yeah. Yeah. Was like, just, was I'm the better sibling up. because I'm yeah. taller and stronger and manlier. And like they talked about how like the dad is super into manly man things. Right. You know, and then he's like, and I'm successful in like stock market, am I right? Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> some of the stuff he said was funny. Like the caroling scene, I thought he was great. Like they were <laughs> like that's one time they were going over the top that I thought it was a riot. <laughs> um, but that caroling scene was so good. The the singing was great. But when when Josh stepped up and said he wanted to do the duet of Baby It's Cold Outside, mm-hmm. again, that's another like Really hot debate topic in the last few years, along with Die Hard, or uh, along with Love, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And they absolutely killed it. And Josh changing the lyrics Mm -hmm. was like, we're just really adorable. And Uh,
0: should we sing them right now?
1: (laughs) I wish I knew (laughs) the lyrics.
0: (laughs) We'll just make them up.
1: (laughs) It was just, it was really well done. And like, they had awesome chemistry.
0: Mm -hmm. Like, Josh and Natalie,
1: that scene had good chemistry and then he did something that was shocking
0: wait before you get to the shocking scene yes i I just wanted to say i liked this part of the movie too because in the beginning of the movie when natalie has just arrived into lake placid she's in a (laughs) uber lyft taxi weed guys car <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um and baby it's cold outside it's playing on the radio and she's like can you please turn this off and the guy's like it's a classic like why would i mm-hmm. turn it off and mm-hmm. she's like she cannot handle this movie she's like this uh, this song she's like i do not want to listen to it can you please shut it off right now fast forward into their them caroling and now she's asked to sing this song
2: mm-hmm. and
0: i think that that was also her evolving as a character as well yep of like she showed
1: great growth throughout yeah it's it was a little small first like the the Mm -hmm. rock climbing like she overcame (laughs) that and then stepping up and and singing the song
0: Mm -hmm. and she's also like teaching josh ways to like grow too yeah um so they're like they're both teaching each other exactly what you want a relationship in a relationship exactly like yeah you challenge each other so good and you support each other Yeah. yeah but but i think that was the reason why i started liking that movie was also in that same scene of her like all right i don't agree with this but you're telling me like she showed trust you know the whole problem mm-hmm. that she had with him yeah. was like i don't yep. trust you i don't trust you, i don't trust you and then at that moment he was like no but i'm i'm gonna do this like just just have faith in me and she's like okay you know and she and she jumped in she-
1: I think that's because trust was never really the problem. Yeah. I really think the whole, the problem the whole time was the appearance. I think that's really what it boils down to.
0: Yeah. But I think it's kind of like when you see a brownie and it looks really delicious and like, all you want to do is just like, you just want to eat it. You're like, you want to unwrap it and eat it. And then finally you put it in your mouth and you bite into it. And there's like an unexpected ingredient, like avocado. Um, Yeah. Or like, I think they use
1: salt instead of sugar.
0: Yeah. Like, like, whoa. I think this was kind of (laughs) this is a little simplified, but like, I think that's what it was with her, too. Of like, she had this fantasy of this guy. He seemed too good to be true. Because, I mean, let's agree, like, like we're all shallow in some way of saying, like, if a person's good looking. Oh, yeah. There has to be
1: attraction in a relationship.
0: Exactly. Like that so, has to
1: exist. Yeah. At so she was attracted
0: level. to him and, and then she had that chemistry with him. And then suddenly, you know, all these fantasies that she had about him. I'm not even just saying sexual. Like, I'm just saying like, you know, of them going on dates and like living together and like, you know, like these fantasies of how she was picturing him. Like when she's talking to him on the phone, like she's picturing this guy talking, you know, right. and then suddenly meeting what feels like a stranger.
1: See, I think it's more like someone is like, this is such a good brownie. You're going to love it. It's so good. They hand it to you, you unwrap it and look at it. And you're like, oh, <laughs> I don't I don't want to eat this. <laughs> don't but judge then like a brownie after some by time its breast. and Everyone's like, no, it's so good. You have to try. You have to try. And finally, you bite into it. You're like, wow, <laughs> this is the brownie for me. Once you got over how it looked.
0: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But we people were describing clothes? the brownie beforehand. So you had a fantasy of this brownie. Yeah, exactly. And then you exactly. saw it for the first you time. You have an gotcha. expectation.
1: Yeah. And when you open, you're like, Oh,
0: it's all about expectation. Baby. Exactly. <laughs> <Night quill. laughs>
1: can we talk about the absolutely wild move that, that Josh pulled?
0: Please. And thank you.
1: Things After you. were going great, you know, as far as they can go in, I don't think we mentioned this, but the only reason she stuck around was because he was like, hey, Josh was like, hey, I can help you get tag. (laughs) I can help. I know I was best friends with him growing up. I can help you get. I know everything he likes. I know what
0: girl. Yeah. I know what girl he's into. Like, I'll I'll help you. And she's
1: like, what's the catch? And he's like, you can you please pretend to be my girlfriend? through christmas so my parents don't know that i'm lying about this whole thing okay right. so that's why she stuck around she stuck around to get with tag who was her soulmate she mm-hmm. thought
0: i mean she and, flew all the way out there might as well at least try
1: yeah exactly <laughs> and she's gonna pretend to be the josh's girlfriend in the meantime
0: but also like because it's rom-com fashion it was like like a flip of a switch like she finds out it's not josh and then like the very next scene basically he's like i'll help you get tag and it's like what about your feelings towards her (laughs) right yeah i thought that was kind of a little like brazen the way that they they did that but
1: so things are going fine between them and then Mm -hmm. the duet they absolutely killed it great chemistry and then he proposes
0: well, Owen decides to one up this very special oh moment. God, I
1: forgot about it. And it's like,
0: oh, talking about babies, like made us want to tell you guys like we're pregnant
1: right after the duet. And like mm-hmm. his parents and grandmother were going nuts. Like that was amazing. Yeah. Everybody on the porch, like listening to the killers are cheering.
0: I think that's the best is like they literally have an audience like these people don't fucking care that you're pregnant.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Owen sees everybody celebrating his brother Josh and is like, okay, I have to steal it back immediately. Yeah. We're having a baby. So everyone's and, like, oh, my God, Owen, that's so amazing. Oh. And then
0: Josh, like, I mean, they don't show it in this way, but, like, Josh in his head, he, like, essentially hears Natalie say, like, you just got to steal the spotlight back, baby. Yeah. and he's Which like, is the
1: reason they did the duet in the first place.
0: Right. So it's like a back and, and forth and sibling wife. rivalry. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So Josh thinks, I'm going to propose. I'm going to one-up this baby announcement and propose. So he gets Mm -hmm. down on one knee, no ring in front of all these people. Natalie doesn't know half of them. Yeah. Barely knows his family. (laughs)
0: Barely barely knows knows him.
1: him. (laughs) I mean, she she does, but not like, you know, just from, from talking for however long they've been talking, like a few weeks. I don't know. It's kind of unclear, I think.
0: Yeah. That was a bananas move. It was in a
1: movie filled with them.
0: And then God bless the grandma, who is like oh she comes over with the ring, her ring. She, she takes, takes it off. Oh. She gives it to her grandson, and she goes, "I don't need to be buried with it."
1: That <laughs> is a ride or die, Ma. She was awesome.
0: <laughs> she, I, I thought she was like a little too amped up. I get where that's, they were going. That's what
1: you it. want out of the grandparent, right? <laughs>
0: she's like oh but that's oh that's my the worst line in the movie was the last line of the movie was when the grandma's like what's a dick pic and that's how the movie ends
1: (laughs) oh my god
0: (laughs) (laughs) like what (laughs) like this whole movie was like about like oh like be yourself like you know be true to yourself and true to your partner and communicate and like you know, whatever. And then like it ends with the grandma, like horny ass grandma being like, what's a dick pic?
1: (laughs) What's the context of her asking that too? like, did someone text her? Hey, send me a dick pic. Probably because she's a dick pic.
0: She got on the dating app.
1: Or I guess maybe someone was like, do you want a dick pic?
0: Probably. But yeah, it's because she got on the on like a dating app. I forget what it was called. It was like geriatrics. Fuck. I don't know. It was like (laughs) they had like some clever name for that. I wish I knew. Uh, yeah listeners They didn't use alert huh no no hmm. they like they use like a, i forget what it was called they definitely mentioned I use something on desktop
1: because they don't have phones
0: they're yeah. like all on
1: like desktop computers
0: <laughs> they just have to like voice to text and like <laughs> we are not ages here anyways but um but no because like in the middle of the movie the grandma's like oh kids like come to the nursing home i need your help and so like Natalie and Josh go to the nursing home and like all these old people are like help us create our own dating profiles and they're like what do you what do you mean like and they're like what should we put in it and they're like just be yourself and then all the old people are like do I have to mention that I'm on a wheelchair and like the sassy little fucking witty old guy in the back's like just put like rolling with the homies <laughs>
1: Yeah, they were all they were all saying stuff to like people actually put in actually profiles.
0: Put, right. He's mm. like, what about my Parkinson's? Can I just put always on the move? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's happening?
1: Which and then the, they were the, like <laughs> those are funny lines, but like it's it's true. The way they framed it was like, wait, no, no, no. Like be be honest. And right. that's when we saw like a, the first like really great growth from Josh, I think. Yeah. Because he he really stepped up and was like, no, look, just just be honest
0: Mm -hmm. because you're hurting the other person that
1: he made a mistake
0: yeah and i think he understood the whole time and like maybe i'm sympathetic to him because of my own experiences (laughs) but (laughs) he i mean he told her he was like you know i never set out to actually get like a girlfriend like he was like i never got And he likes and I just wanted to see what it was like to be someone else is essentially what he said. And so he was like, I just I'm going to put a generic hot guy on there. The only hot guy he knew was like his friend because he had access to those pictures. I'm assuming. I don't know. I didn't write the movie. But so he like puts up this new profile and suddenly he gets like 80 likes, like matches within like a minute or whatever crazy number it was. And then she starts talking to him. And so he curiosity, you know, kill the cat. He starts talking to her and then they have this chemistry. And like, at what point was he supposed to like tell her by the way? Like, I mean, yeah, he shouldn't have like snowballed it that much, but like it it just kept snowballing and it's tough to stop a snowball. Again, I am not like saying catfishing is right. But I like I guess sympathize with like that aspect of like, have you ever told like a tiny little lie that suddenly just like became like a huge thing? Hmm. you know have what I? I mean have you I don't think so Brady's like remember that time when I told you I liked you and now we're in a podcast <laughs> together
1: <laughs> remember when I said I, I liked Netflix original movies it really snowballed and now we're in a bit of a pickle
0: remember December 1st 2020 when we were texting and I said let's start a podcast and you were like sure <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, love part hard. It wasn't it wasn't a perfect movie. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a a great movie, but I liked it. And I think if you're into you know into watching this sort of movie, like a holiday rom com, I think it's a perfect pick. It's not Love Actually, which I you know everyone says problematic, or whatever. I think it's a, still a good movie. Um, and you can watch people on screen do flawed things and understand that they're flawed and, and uh, learn from it or be able to point it out and be like, well, that's not the way that I want to act in life. And I don't want to be around people who act like that, but you can still have people in movies and have them be good movies doing bad things or imperfect things. And love heart was an imperfect movie with imperfect people, but they showed growth. And I thought it was, uh, you know, it was a little bit, saccharine at times, a little bit cheesy mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but i I really liked it i I thought um nina dobro i I wasn't a huge fan of her character at times, uh for all the reasons I pointed out before, but I thought she did as an actress a great job in it, and Jimmy o yang, I thought absolutely killed it. He did yeah. a great job of being like you know kind of an awkward dude, but like really towed the line of being um you know really really caring and um and i've said a thousand times but you know growing in the movie Mm -hmm. i thought you you did a great job
0: i did too and i'm not a holiday person don't really like christmas i actually ran away from home once on christmas eve i think i was like in a sophomore or junior in high school but i only made it you know as far as like down the street and then like i walked home (laughs)
1: such a little who didn't do that though i'm pretty sure i did that at some point maybe on christmas eve but
0: yeah it was christmas eve. uh I'm, I'm pretty badass. sure i was like i'm
1: running away yeah. probably didn't even tell anybody probably just like i'm out yeah walked down the street and was like
0: now it's like real well, cold yeah. i don't know what i'm gonna do <laughs> i'm hungry <laughs>
1: i guess my parents do everything for me so
0: yes yeah, so i walked back but like and i don't know when it started um but for me, like I get a lot of anxiety during the holiday season, like thinking about having to like buy yeah, gifts a lot for of everybody do, yeah. and like having to meet people. And then like, what am I going to wear? And like, what am I going to bring to food stuff? Like, are my mm-hmm. parents and I going to get in a fight? Like I like go through the, I'm like the type of person that will run scenarios before things happen and like
1: preemptively just, worry about things yeah, that like, yeah. might not even happen. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Like, I just think like, you know, I, like talking to my boss or something like at work, like I I go through these like dumb conversations in my head, like just to prepare myself, like, well, if he says this, then I can rebuttal with this. But like, if he yeah. says that, and then I just like get super worried. And like, by the end of it, I'm fired. <laughs> 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 but like, all I wanted to ask for was like, you know, can I come in at 730? The conversation of eight? Like, you play <laughs> on your
1: head ends up with you being fired. And you're like, oh, okay, God, I, let me try that again. Yeah.
0: It's like a choose your own adventure yeah <laughs> uh, but so having said that i the only reason why i even watched this movie well two reasons a because of the podcast because <laughs> i was mm-hmm. like christmas time like maybe we should have a holiday film uh and then b when i saw the actors i was like oh okay like i'm into it and then i saw like a snippet Preview on um on Netflix mm-hmm, yeah. where it showed like she thought she was talking to him when really it was, and then like it does like the you know from the boots right. up, like jing yang. And I was like anyway right. it, don't even need to see the rest, like I'm in subscribe, follow, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> um, and I will say, like, this might be, and I don't have many favorite holiday movies. Oh, yeah. Because I've watched it twice <laughs> and enjoyed it both times. The first time I watched it, I didn't write any notes because I was just enjoying the movie.
1: Yeah, same same with me, too. So then I, yeah, had I to watched it like last back. night and actually enjoyed it. I yeah. didn't think I'd feel the same way today. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd. Uh, and usually a second view you're able to pick out more. Like you yeah. see some plot holes or, you know, whatever. I still I still enjoyed it yeah it was the still time through fun. i still loved the the caroling scene and the scene mm-hmm. where they're in the car talking about his profile and
0: yes
1: the, i just really loved the end too the mm-hmm. uh, i won't say exactly what the ending was but i i really oh liked...
0: not the dick pic ending but no
1: really really liked the ending
0: yeah i did too um i also <laughs> i had to look it up because one thing in the movie that like had my head like spinning was when they go bobsledding. And I was like, is that just something that people can do? And I looked it up. Uh, Lake Placid has like a huge bobsledding re- arena thing that you can pay. It's a $250 a person and you can actually go and do it.
1: I had the same. Well, I think uh, <laughs> the Olympics, uh, eight, 1980, 84. Olympic uh, Winter Olympics were in Lake Placid. I wasn't born then. Lake George. Um, so I wonder if that's like from, I wasn't either. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's from Huge of the Olympic. Obviously, it wasn't filmed there, but I would imagine they have. But I had that same thought. Mm-hmm. I was like, she can just show up in bobsled? Like, right?
0: Like they're not like professional athletes. Like,
1: <laughs> like luge, like the guys who do like skeleton luge or whatever. Like What's that's that. People like die doing that.
0: What's
1: that? It's where you get on like the like the small sled and you just (laughs) down the yeah. yeah.
0: That's called luge.
1: I think so. Yeah, I'm not. I'm no expert. Luge
0: sounds like it's the stuff that like after you smoke, you know how you get like the the grimy shit on the bottom, and you have to like clean it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. The skeleton. Yeah. Skeleton. uh, Just looked it up. The, the first autocorrect, skeleton luge death. Yeah, that's not good. Oh, yeah. yeah so surprising you can do bobsledding. It's, uh, not sure it's for me, but.
0: I was going to ask. So one's worth watching. One's going. Listeners, if you guys give us 50 reviews by the end of the year, we will go bobsledding and we will do it Instagram live.
1: <laughs> Oof. Yeah.
0: Yep. Let's get to a thousand downloads by the end of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did have a a few questions for you. Sure. How old were you when you found out Santa didn't exist?
1: Um, I think I was probably older than most when I found out like for sure, but I don't remember what age, but I I didn't tell my parents for a long, long time that I (laughs) didn't know Santa wasn't real. Because I wanted him to keep coming, you know?
0: Mm. Oh, right. Yeah. If you tell them, they'll stop coming. I,
1: well, I mean, that's what I thought. I thought once I was like, hey, the ruse is up. I know the big guy's not real. I thought it'd be like, oh, thank God. We don't, he doesn't have to come anymore. I'm like, yeah, I kind of like the stuff Santa brought. So I wanted to keep that going. I'm I'm pretty sure at 1. 2, My father I was probably like 12 or something. My father was like, hey, so... Uh, you believe in Sansa or something? Like, he said something like that. I was like, oh, yeah, sure. He's like, how do you think he gets around the world in like, one night? I was like, well, you know, slows down time, time dilation. It's like, no big deal. He's just like, wow, okay. He's so like, for think, smart think- kid, you're
0: a pretty dumb kid. <laughs>
1: It wasn't long after that, though, like, you know, we all knew that I didn't know, but like, you know, my parents are cool about it. They still like, we liked that tradition. So it's still, because Santa would bring unwrapped presents. So like, you'd walk in and there'd be like, you know, the gifts my parents got me under the tree that were wrapped. And then there'd be like, you know, all the stuff that Santa brought. It was Mm -hmm. like unwrapped. And it was just like, you know, he came in, he sat down and left. So like, we kind of kept that tradition going probably until like the end of high school or something, just because, you know, we all, we all kind of enjoyed it.
0: I like talking Christmas traditions with you. Did you like leave out cookies or anything for?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Left out cookies, <sighs> cookies and milk. Interesting. You'd get up and the the crumbs would be there. That was the best part. Like my parents That's wouldn't exciting. like just house the cookies. Like yeah. they'd leave some crumbs. And like probably a few years, I left out some stuff for the reindeer. <gasps> uh, some nuts or something. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Jared was talking about how he would like put like sparkly oatmeal or something for like deer food like they would like go outside and like sprinkle it on the yard for the deer
1: (laughs) yeah i love it it's a beautiful thing
0: that's so funny i and i don't know like maybe it's like more of like an american tradition or something but like in brazil like we didn't have at least my family didn't do like cookies and stuff like i don't know if that's something that just like never made it to brazil or like if it was just my family that didn't do it but we didn't Hmm. leave snacks for santa um and like i was talking to to jared about this the other night a food night that you missed uh letting all our listeners know how much you hate your friends um <laughs> but we were discussing uh our traditions and like for my family you know christmas eve is like our big thing like we would open all our presents um and then christmas day would be when we got to open santa's gifts but later down the line like after finding out that christmas was i mean christmas wasn't real santa christmas is not real <laughs> Says a girl with like Christmas lights behind it. Um, So then like later on, what we do now is we open all our gifts on Christmas Eve. So that Christmas day, we can play with all our gifts like together as a family and stuff. So like for a really long time, I was always buying my dad like DVDs for Christmas. That was like a family tradition of mine. So then like Christmas day, we'd get to watch whatever, you know, like dollar bin movie. (laughs) Because my dad loved like sci-fi originals and stuff like that. So, but no, that's neat. And then also like in Brazil, it's summer. So, like, right, that, there's right. also that difference. Like, people are like, oh, we used to, you know, make snow angels and, like, gingerbread houses and whatever. And it's like, no, we would go outside and play with, like,
1: yeah, we the fireworks. PC. And,
0: yeah, <laughs> we'd avoid the outside. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah. I do have one review for the movie uh, that I wanted to read that I think kind of captures a lot of the stuff that we were saying. Oh, because, I love this. Let's hear it. Again, like, It's it's a holiday movie. It's a rom-com. It's not like a Spielberg. Like, (laughs) you know, like we didn't go into this expecting it to be like, you know, blown away by this movie. Oh, yeah. We know what we were getting ourselves into. Yeah. But this person writes uh, it was an article on IndieWire and they say Love Hard is both too well cast for Hallmark Channel and too half assed for movie theaters It's likewise a drift between rom-com nostalgia, reckoning with the anxieties of dating in the digital age, and simply hitting enough data points to give the algorithm what it wants for Christmas. American rom-coms have become a zombie genre in brainless streaming content like Love Hard from its tech-driven narrative, nostalgic plotting, and tossed-off production epitomizes why they refuse to die or be reborn. (laughs)
1: That was it. He ended on that note. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of I, I agreed with a lot of it too. Like you really had me, but like <laughs> that is was a sour note they ended
0: on. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, yeah. They. I mean, this article like they were really shitting hard on this movie, uh, because and I think like a lot of people were expecting a lot more from it because like sure they didn't reinvent the wheel like we said like it's still a rom com it sprinkled some holiday joy in there plus with a, you know, relatable, uh, you know, 21st century tech storyline and boom, you have yourself an easy, you know, Netflix generated rom-com. Yeah, line. no
1: doubt. Yeah, no doubt.
0: But yeah, he, I mean, he's basically saying how like, you know, all zombie movies are the same, <laughs> which pff, i like to talk to this person. Uh, hey, what? <laughs>
1: Twenty-eight days later,
0: the best.
1: I mean, they the movie didn't do anything new. It it used uh, stereotypes and tropes, and it was predictable and saccharine. uh, But like, it's a holiday rom-com.
0: Yeah.
1: Every now and then, you get like a love actually where it feels like it's something new and different. You're not going to get that that often, and it's, you know,
0: know, it is what it is. I didn't love Love Actually.
1: I'm not going to say I love, love actually yeah. either, but I think it's a, I think it's a good movie. I think it's a fresh holiday rom com. I mm, think it did something different than any other holiday rom com has yeah. done.
0: I need to rewatch it now as an adult because I definitely watched it younger, and I think I might have different views on it now than I did as a kid.
1: Yeah, you should watch it.
0: Yeah, but yeah, people are very upset with Love Heart, I guess. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah I don't I don't get it I I think it's worth watching once but like you know only if that's what you're into if you're into just kind of like you know shutting off your mind for a bit and just kind of watching a, a sugary Christmas movie it's like mm-hmm. the perfect movie for this time of year when you know you don't really want to work or do anything stressful and you just want to chill out
0: yeah I think it's like one of those I think it's it's definitely worth watching once I would say this is the type of movie that i could see like watching with like your parents or like you know like a family like thing that you kind of put in the background and like everyone watches it some people don't have to if you have side conversations it doesn't matter because you're not really like missing yeah exactly much Um, yeah it's a
1: a great background movie too
0: yeah i mean i be warned for children like they do swear and talk about Uh, sex you know so there's that but you got to explain what dick pics are to them watch this movie there you go i think we should end it just like that what are dick pics? Thanks for listening.
1: Peace.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Worth Watching Once. You can find us on Instagram at Worth Watching Once or on Twitter at WW1Pod. And now also look us up at WorthWatchingOnce.com for more extras and bonus materials and be sure to subscribe follow and rate and review let us know that you're listening and that you love us and happy holidays to everyone
1: peace